What's up guys, welcome back to the FX Personal Training Podcast. I am here today with Jamie and we are going to talk to you about gym memberships. Boo. <laughs> um, we're not going to be telling you what the problems are or just what the problems are, there's certainly a couple. Uh, we're also going to be telling you what the benefits are of having a gym membership. But the, I suppose the point of this is that it will never ever be enough just having a facility to train at to achieve whatever goals you've got. Yeah, I think I think the point of this conversation is, um, and the point of this podcast is very much to identify, yeah, we know that gym memberships will help you on your journey, but it's not going to be the defining moment and the thing that helps you change your life. Getting a gym membership, oh, what did you put on them stickers earlier? What, what did you it's, it's the same. So, guys, you know, the gym membership's a tool. So I was comparing it to buying some new, uh, like, football boots if you want to play in the Premier League. Or buying some new socks to run a marathon, buying a new watch to create more time for yourself, having a bank account to make a million pounds. They're all necessary. You need them. You know, you're not going to play football in the Premier League in Ballyshoes, but at the same time, that's not why you're playing football in the Premier League. I, I it's said, not the boots. I, I said one, but Joshua, when we put it on, it okay, said, You can buy, put it on the podcast. I said, buying I'll a condom without explicit. a girlfriend. <laughs> that's fun, though. Um, anyway, uh, hopefully you get the point with this. And what we're saying is that, yeah, we understand that it is necessary. And for some people, I think it's really important that we do say this, and for some people, a gym membership can change your life. You know, I remember being Absolutely. 18 year old, Absolutely. never going to a gym before, uh, and not having, and then the confidence that it gave me, being able to train. At 18 year old, it was a little bit easier than what it is now. And I think that's where we sort of have a business, and our business sort of comes in for the people that don't quite fit the mold of who would do well in the gym. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Is, is like, you know, our 100%. business has been created. and uh, Me and Josh actually look at the, the size of our company now and we, we talk about why why we think it works. And it works for those people that the gym doesn't. It yeah. works for those people that will not get the same out of going to a gym. Um, our business isn't for everyone. Uh, and I think I think this is what we're going to go into today. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, guys, what you get with your gym membership, pretty simple, because... The fact is that some of you are listening thinking, Josh, the gym membership did work for me. I did get what I wanted out of the gym. All I did was sign up to a gym, start training a couple of times a week, and I got, got what I wanted out of it. I'm sure that some of you are listening or somewhere else, sort of along that journey, signed up to a gym, went and got results. And I think that this can lure you into a bit of a sense of security with the gym because you got results in the context of what was going on there. Um Let's give you an example of who a gym will work for. So someone that needs to basically add training and add exercise into the diet. So you, you can't do it without it, like you said. Absolutely. It's, it's like trying to, it's like trying to um, play football without football boots. It's a lot more difficult than playing football with these new pair of boots that you're talking about. And in some cases, you know, the fact that your friend goes to the gym and so you've got that social support um, and it's some exercise that, you feel confident to actually get in and do. But the initial steps, you absolutely can get massive results yeah. by just getting a gym membership we, straight we, away. We speak about it and, you know, we get compared a lot. Or oh, why, is, why is that fitness experience £80 for its gym membership where I can pay £15 somewhere else? And, and it's the, the, the fitness facility as such is not where the value sits. Um, if you imagine that what, what we talk about, you, you might be the type of person that's friends going to the gym and you want to go and take that exercise class with them. Yeah. You didn't take that class last week because so of course you're going to get more results than what you had last week sat on your sofa. You know, you've then started to go to the gym, you started to exercise a couple of times a week. The feeling that gives you, I mean, you feel great about that. 
Um, you know, you then start to sort of track your diet because you're already feeling good. And for a lot of people, them sorts of people, this works really well for. It gives you a sense of community. It gives you a couple of times a week to go yeah. and train. Uh, and that's better than not doing anything. And this comes down to that sort of why you assume it works. Well, we've just said there, straight away, you've started exercising. So you are feeling better about training. You are feeling better about yourself. You've got the endorphins and things. You know, exercise is a great thing to add to everybody's plan. So if you're not doing exercise and you start exercising, that's great. And you should be feeling better about yourself. You should be feeling good. It's going to be a positive. It's got a positive effect on your mental state, your physical state. Um, and it's a great thing to do. Couple that with the fact that you're probably going to tidy up your diet a little bit because you're exercising. You know, we, we see all the time is that if someone comes off the exercise routine a little bit, they struggle to get into oh, yeah. the diet. It is coupled. They are inherently linked. I mean, you um, feel like it, don't you? Sometimes it's like, I called it a fuck it wagon. I know what I'll swear on a podcast, so I'm, I'm doing <laughs> um, I called it well, a fuck it wagon because... If Crazy. You, yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry Josh's geeky followers. Um, so, but we, I call it that because it seems to be that if you get injured or if you can't make the gym that day or if you're busy at work and you don't follow through with what you was going to do in the gym, that your diet goes to oh. pot alongside it. And, and the fact that gym memberships don't sort of, it, it works the other way as well. If you just yeah. start, you just get onto a diet. Yeah, a and, and we, look at why, we, we look at why we assume they work. So you're feeling good because you're training, you're getting into the gym, you're eating a little bit better, you're ticking all the boxes, everyone's saying how well you're doing, you're seeing your friends at the gym and things like that. Um, really positive. But the big thing is that you're jumping on the scales. And in them first few weeks, if you tidy your diet up and you start exercising more, you are going to see results. If not, you're doing something massively wrong. Now, we will sometimes, and I will always tell my clients that I'm not bothered at all what goes on in the first few weeks. Because if I'm looking long-term, I'm trying to get a picture of what's going on. So I'm trying to uh, feed your body with enough food. I'm trying to get an exercise dose that's working for you. If you decide that, if we decided that I wanted your scales to show 10 pounds lighter in two weeks, that'd be really easy to say, go and do too much exercise and go and eat not enough. And I guarantee that the scales are going to show 10 pounds lighter. But we look at that as this has worked for me. Four weeks down the line from that point, that's where we might start running some issues. And that's where the gym membership, you know, this assumption that a gym membership worked for me until whatever came up. Um, yeah. That's where, you know, you get lured into the security of, well, the membership did work for me and I couldn't do it. I failed because I got injured. I failed because I got too busy. I failed because it, the results just stopped. I didn't try. I, didn't, I, didn't, I was in the gym six times a week and eating yeah. a thousand calories a day and I'd stopped losing weight. So I just didn't do enough. And it's my fault because I got to the weekends and I was that hungry that I collapsed and got takeaway every single weekend. This sounds a very personal, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> this is, guys, this this might sound personal because this is what I have a chat with. This is probably what ninety percent of my clients have been and over the last ten years. And you know what? The the problem that we have with this is that, like Josh says, that you blame yourself. All of a sudden, you're no good at sticking to a diet. All of a sudden, you can't keep up with the gym. All of a sudden, you haven't got the motivation. And therefore, or you're injured. <laughs> you put the blame of lack of success or lack of ability to adhere to the program down to your laziness, down to your willpower, um, down to you being too busy. It's just not right for you. And and then this creates this full bubble that we talk about in, well, you in get out, our course. It, it becomes it? your story. You know, we talk about this and we talk I can't about this do that because. And then it, it becomes accepted. You know, so whatever's happened that has meant that the, you are no good at the gym 
if you keep trying that same thing and it, it does become believable, you keep failing at the gym, keep starting and stopping. You know, you might have done it for the past four years and you've been going to the gym for four years and you still don't have a body of Adonis. Um, but it's be- because then that belief system that you've built up from a psychology point of view, that belief system then becomes your reality. It's not just your story anymore because now you believe your story and it's really difficult for you to break that cycle of actually... I need to make a change with my approach to, to this. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. really where, where we've sort of developed our business into over the past few this, years. This um, is all about talking. like, and it's about getting the control back, guys. And this this is going to be hard for you all now as, as I say this, and it's it's always a difficult step, but it's one of the most important, is that now you, from this podcast, from listening to this, listening to us talk about this, because we're giving you the knowledge and now we're giving you back the control to say, if I want to make, if I want to succeed on my weight loss journey, my muscle building journey, uh, fitness journey, whatever it is, if I can control all the factors that it comes down to, and we look at it as a key five, and we'll talk to you about that a little bit later in this podcast. But if I can control these factors, then it is completely down to me whether I succeed. Now, obviously, we're there as coaches. We always support our, our clients. We'll support you, and whether you're working with us or not. If you can control all of the key elements that are going to determine whether you succeed or not, then we can guarantee that everybody listening to this right now, you can hit your fitness goals, you can hit your weight loss goals. Take back that control, believe that you can do it, because this isn't just a mindset thing. This is a what we're going to do now is talk about what organizational structure you need to put in place to actually do that. You're putting yourself in, yeah, exactly. If you're in a situation like joining the gym, without knowing how to train, without knowing how to diet, without knowing how to motivate yourself and how to keep focused, you are putting yourself in a situation that might be based on willpower, but that's always going to fail. That's fine, and that is going to run out at some point. You're setting yourself up in that situation to fail. If you put yourself in a situation that is not based on willpower, that's based beyond that, that's based on having the right system in place, having the right habits in place, knowing exactly what training approach you need right now in this context, not what you needed five years ago or what you needed 10 years ago or what you might need in six months, what you need now in terms of your training, your nutrition, and the other three aspects of our key five, which is fulfillment, recovery, and relaxation. If we can control all of them areas, you are going to succeed. It is a guarantee yeah. of success. I, th- I think. I think as well. We we sort of come into these these things, and and, and when we talk about like systems that we've got, we, we currently, like I said, it's like a belief system that you currently have um, that you know it is different for you, and that you are you know you sit outside what's normal, and it's different because you've got to work, and yeah, you, you don't understand the money issues that you have, or you can't afford a coach, or. I'll tell you where like we we've learned and grown as a business so much because we do obviously see a lot of people with uh, medical conditions with real serious um, you know limiting factors to their actual ability to come to the gym. I, I suppose that's what you get when you're such a specialist center. And there's not one person that's walked through this door that we haven't been able to take through this journey. We, we yeah. are able to take anybody at any level through this journey, but it does have a different approach for them for them 100%. people. You know, but it still it still comes down to them five key key, key areas. areas. Yeah, and, and it's I think, just each area is like, tweaked differently. Personally, um, you know what we speak about about the the, the sort of footballer, or you're not going to be a millionaire without this. What you probably need in them situations is a is a coach. What you probably need for someone to have a look at your situation as a coach and sort of um, hold you accountable, you know, so they, you answer to them. You are sort of 
not only doing this for yourself, but you identify that this is something that you need to be doing. Uh, let's say you want to feel good about yourself. You know, you want to feel good about yourself. What needs to happen for that to happen? Um, and sometimes it takes somebody else to look at your situation to say, look, you need to knock that on the head and you need to start doing this yeah. for that to work. So, um, you know, I think we could talk about our cultures, couldn't we? Yeah, um, or absolutely. any of you listening that's got a business or any of you listening that's wanted to be a footballer or wanted to be a millionaire, you'd have had a business and Anything, coach. Anything that you've done in life that you've developed, you know, all the way back, to, all the way back to school to try to pass exams and things you like that. You can't do it without learning. You, you, you? Have, you have a coach, you have yeah. someone to guide you, now, whether that's a teacher or whether it's a coach, whether it's just someone that you that offers advice, um, a bit more of a mentor-type role. Uh you need somebody in that role, and certainly when it comes to when it comes to your health and when it comes to exercise and fitness, this stuff gets complex. You can't you can't guess based on Facebook um, adverts and things like that telling you that this is the right way to train, this is the right diet, things like that. You need people in that position. And some of you guys listening to this, you might know you're training. You might be really good at training. It might be a key interest of yours, um, and you might pretty much have that down. If not, if you don't know what you're doing with training and you think that turning up to a gym is going to be a solution and going and doing the cardio and things, I can tell you right now that the majority of our clients come in after spending years training in a gym without a structured plan and without really getting anywhere, just gradually getting a little bit worse year on year because the structure is not there. So turning up to a gym and doing the cardio routines and things like that that you think you need to do, um, it's not right. Oh, we also see a lot of people that come in after trying on their own and picking up injuries because they didn't know how to lift weights. They knew that it was important. They followed whatever plan online. Um, and they've gone in and they've thought that they were doing it right and they've thought they were getting stronger, but really they were just getting closer and to the, that point. And the effort and energy and the effort and energy that, that takes of someone. No wonder we feel defeated when it comes to the gym. The amount of adults that I get coming here. I can't the, lift because I've got a bum back. Yeah, the amount of clients that we get that come in. Uh, even like new clients or existing clients and stuff will always have some sort of um, you know issue that they just they've never been able to fix so they just accept that. you know the yeah. amount of people that hated PE at school that come in and tell us they're just no good at the gym <laughs> they're just no good yeah. at fitness because they hated having to run around the park in the freezing cold rain with all the athletes in front yeah. of them you know and no that's fitness not just me my that's thing. not me that's not like their that. story you know yeah. some some kids some kids were the footballers at school some of them were the the goalkeepers you know, the <laughs> yeah. but some of them are but but the thing is though is that some people were always more athletic and then the way that we sort of saw that was they're the fit people, we're not, or, yeah. or they're the fit people and you're not. And it does it's not that guys. If you want to look after you your health, it's that the approach that your school was giving you at that time. If you didn't like football and that's all that you were playing, well you're not gonna get into it. And it's the exact same with this. People see training at a gym as that's the way to go and train at a gym. I yeah. don't like doing that sort. Of, yeah. I don't like that sort of environment. I don't like doing that sort of class. So I'm not the sort of person that will get anything out of going to a gym. Yeah, guys, that's incorrect. If you get your training, get your training plan right. You get it to suit you. You get it to make something that you enjoy, but also something that's actually useful in terms of where you need to be pitching this training program at. I can only train it's twice a week, so there's no point in going that sort of thing. I can only yeah. do train know, twice a week. Then absolutely, we've got clients absolutely smash it from twice a week. Yeah, guys, if you know, I know that some of you'll be sat thinking, yeah, but this, you know, that's not quite right. Going to a gym can just work. Right. Some of you might still be thinking that. So let me let me break this down now into different examples. 
So going to a gym might just work for someone. If you're not doing the exercise, but you're fairly on top of your diet um, and you, you're sleeping enough and things like that, your recovery is quite good. The one factor to tip the scales in your favour might be starting a gym and you might end up falling upon a plan that works. So you might end up falling upon a plan that does a little bit of resistance training, just a reasonable, reasonable training plan, bit of resistance training, bit of cardio, and that could have been your solution. Eight weeks later, you're in much, much better shape, feeling great. Let me flip this round into what if you came to me and said, Josh, I'm absolutely struggling. What do I need to do for the next eight weeks to get the more to get more results? And I'd said to you, right, I want to sleep an extra hour a day. That's it. Nothing else. Most of you'd be thinking, well, that you know, that's not that advice isn't going to work. I'll tell you what, if that helps you then to feel less tired when you wake up in the morning and helps you to get through your day with a little bit more focus, feel a little bit more positive, feel better about things, have more energy to go to the gym, have less food cravings and less caffeine cravings and things like that so that you can tidy up your diet without even thinking about it, sleep might be just the recommendation that you need. And for some people, I have told them your key focus is get more sleep and that's been the thing that's shifted the, shifted the results. There's these areas that we need to be aware of. And for some people, whatever group you pick, whatever it is that you need, you're going to be able to give, an, give a set of advice, follow this training plan, follow this diet plan, do this recovery method, try on this cling film suit or whatever. And out of a big enough population, for some people, some of it's going to work. Yeah. So some people are going to get results. I know that some people can join a gym and get the results that they need short term. Yeah. Then people... What you will almost always find, and I know this because we sit down with people when they come in, when they get to the point that they feel, you know what, I need help. They'll sit in the office with us and they'll say, I don't get it. Five years ago, I went to the gym and I started training and I got my results, but I've tried this time this diet and it didn't work. The diet worked for me last time. I know that this is how I lose weight. <laughs> and guys, it's context dependent. Everything comes down to context. What do you need right now? And it's got to cover the key the key areas, like I said, we look at the key five. So yeah. training is the first part of our key five, the training, the fitness element. Which is what the are you one doing? part of it that you, you may get some that you access get, from the gym. You get the access from the gym. And if you if you then have the right program as well, you have a program that suits well, you. Let's say you don't need a very complex program. You, you, you don't just need, need a very complex program. You need yeah. a simple program. You need to move more, just move exercise more, sweat more, do something more. that's not going to get you an injury. Which is where, you know, going to classes or sometimes can be a bit of an issue is that if you go to classes that aren't pitched at your level, um, you go because you used to do body pump or whatever and you just get it wrong. Um, it might not necessarily be what you need to do, might not necessarily be a benefit to you doing that at this point. And that's going to be um, a massive increase in risk for injuries and things like that. You know, we you need to get the training program right for whatever level you're at. Now, a gym membership doesn't give you that. A gym membership gives you access to go and work out. So then there's a probably 20% chance that you're going to fall upon the right training program. If the gym gives you a personalized plan, then there's probably a 50, 60% chance because the chances are that it's not completely personalized. And if you get a personal trainer within the gym, then it depends on whether it's whether they're any good or not. I suppose the simple fact is that I think, personal um, training qualification. It, it, I think it takes about three, and it's really hard three because, days now. Because you know, there's some people so. in this industry that, that have started in the industry, and I won't slag people off at work in normal gyms because 
at the end of the day, we've all been in normal gyms. Uh, we've all done that as the first stage of our career. What, what I think is really important, though, is that you, you understand the, the sort of background and the science and the, the sort of knowledge and, and probably... Uh, I think there's a difference with having a personal trainer um, and having, a, you know, what we, what we saw well, we over here. We say that there's a difference between a personal trainer and an FX personal trainer yeah, simply because we, we can guarantee the standards for, you know, for our well, team we, is that they've done it before, they follow the systems that we've put in place, they've spent a lot of years either practicing this or working very closely now with, you know, mentors within the team yeah. to help them get to the level where they can understand how to what the best approach is going to be for you guys. And, and I think, you know, this all comes back down to like, we, we talk about, we've got five key areas and and we know that it's like a, a spectrum that if one of those areas is out, uh, at some point, that's going to be the thing that stops you. Um, and that's where gyms won't show this and they don't have this. And even as, us as coaches, in the past, if I talk about our business eight years ago, we would have been offering maybe the first two, we would have maybe been offering yeah. the training and training nutrition, nutrition. when we first started. It's like, right, this is your diet plan. You just need to do it and you'll and get the results. All, and we could never work out. And, and you know what? For some some of the coaches, if you look at like bodybuilding, for example, um, and the, the, so like some of the clients that are trying to put weight on and stuff, you will see bodybuilding coaches that might still have, um, you know, the same program that they've been using for 10 years on how to diet. You know, it'll be like, this is the amount of food that this person needs to eat to drop that weight. And if they can follow it, and bodybuilders do, because you're so rigid, yeah, yeah. if you follow it, it works. It, it doesn't not yeah. work. Um, but what we're saying is that we know that from a personal training point of view, our clients, the type of people that we have come into this center, people that the normal gym doesn't work, they keep going backwards and forwards, uh, people with maybe added stress or uh, need that extra bit of guidance and support to actually take them from A to B. They really want to yeah. make it work this time. I think that when we've got the structures, like Josh is saying, and plant in place, um, we do look at five key areas, so I think I think it's a good time to get into those, isn't it? Well, I think so. so we've, obviously, we spoke about the training side of it because that is part of the training side is what's covered. So let's say even if fifty percent of what you need to do training wise is covered in the gym, you're only covering ten percent of what you need to do to get perfect results on that program. The next section, and we don't put any of these in higher or lower importance. What this it's is context dependent is context dependent. It depends what you're missing what you need to focus on at the time. So the next section is going to be nutrition. So we'll always make sure that nutrition obviously has to support your training. There's not one plan. If you're training twice a week and you're pretty much sat down desk job for the majority of the time, you are going to have a vastly different nutrition plan to someone training six times a week that's got an active job. You'll have to, and it's going to also con consider your body weight, your previous diet, all these It'll other factors. Injury, whatever. Um, and then we look at well, what's going to influence your food choices and this is where it starts to get a little bit more complex because then where we put things like stress management in and more sleep and more recovery in there, it's because we know that they're going to partly influence your food choices and that's going to happen and your food choices are going to have a knock-on effect on that. Each is going to have an effect yeah. on each area. So and then of course there's the fulfillment which yeah. people talk about in terms of you know the mindset, the motivation, I didn't have the willpower to do this. Um, a lot of the time, guys, you know, it, it comes down to, yeah, it absolutely comes down to believing that you're able to do it. It comes down to making sure that you are not, because what people do is say, oh, well, you know, I tried to do that. But to be honest, I tried training six times a week and my missus went mad at me because I was never seeing her and I weren't getting home on time for the kids. So I had to stop training. Well, guys, if you're not considering you know, your actual, these factors that are key in your life, 
that you need the, to you know be the biggest one trying to make a plan work around yeah, just on paper. You know the biggest one I've got, not and I've, I've had it like a couple of times this last few weeks again, and it's people with businesses or people that are in jobs that they say, yeah, but I can't because my job's more important. I always say to people, how much money do you think you'd make if you got this bit right? If you felt good all the time at work, if you felt like, you know, you was in control of your stress, if you felt like you'd sort of was fit, healthy, you had more energy about you, you had, you, you had a better look about you, you were sort of sparky, as they say, it can have a direct correlation to other areas of your life. So when you say, oh, yeah, but, you know, I've got to take kids here and here, I, I said to one client a couple of months ago, I was like, She's like, yeah, but, you know, I've got to run around for my kids because it's my kids that I want to do this for, and I'm running here, I'm running there, and, she, you know, what am I going to do? I've got to show them. I've got to show them that I care, I've got to do this. And I, I sort of flip these sort of thoughts on the head and say to this this particular client, I said, well, what you're teaching your kids at the minute, that you've got to work all the time, you, you, you know, fitness isn't important, that health isn't important, that this isn't an important part of your fulfilment. You know, think, to be fair though, health. to be fair though, I think that you do get this in most gym ambitions as well. <laughs> yeah. I think that they cover this side of things, don't they? Yeah. No, not, I don't yeah. know, it's been a while. <laughs> but you know, that's it sort of really, really sort of pulls it out that people sometimes consider one of these things as what they need to do. And if work's busy or if there are problems at home or if they're not feeling good about themselves, the, the gym can be stopped because it's not as important as what is going on on the outside. So let's say, you know, you've got a problem at home or you've got a problem at work because the gym is the thing that you don't put value on or maybe not for that period of time. It's the one thing that you can let go or the one thing that can be substituted because you're too busy yeah. at work that yeah. day. Whereas in reality, if you if you look at what the most successful people are, the, you know, or what your plan should look like, is that you know what? There's a lot of this that needs to be a little bit more selfish. There's a lot yeah. of this that you need 100%. to sort of focus your, your sort of light on staying fit, staying healthy, and actually, why are you here? Um, you know what what's important to you? Yeah, the more I mean, you talk about that, but one of the most selfless things that you can do, guys, is keep as healthy as possible. Um, make sure that you're looking after looking after yourself, looking after your mindset, and exercise, good nutrition, stress management, sleep. Um, you know, general recovery, general relaxation, general fulfillment. It's all absolutely important in that. As soon as you put that into your plan, so you you might sit there and you might be like, right, well, I'm going to the gym on Monday. I'm working Tuesday night. I get the kids on a Wednesday night. I'm going to gym Thursday, Friday. I've got kids on Saturday and we're doing this. And then I'm going Sunday morning and we're going to do this. And there's, there becomes a point where you have to step back and think, you know what? What's stopping me in the gym while yeah. I'm getting too stressed? I'm, I feel like I'm too busy and I'm always tired. So adding into an extra night, an extra gym session might not be the, what we might have to do is look at it and say, well, you know what? Instead of that on a Tuesday night where you're rushing around, you've worked for four hours, instead of going to the gym, we might suggest that. Someone actually doesn't go to the gym. You know what? Tell everyone you're going to the gym and just go for a walk. <laughs> or just, yeah. just go and 100%. go to the cinemas what on your own. <laughs> Whatever. What people do. Maybe don't lie to your partners. Yeah. I would never do that, Charlotte. <laughs> they drive themselves into, you know, they stop seeing results. So it's always the assumption is I need to work harder and eat less. Yeah. And guys, you know, just so often that's that's a wrong approach. It'll leave you, it'll leave you struggling, it'll leave you stressed, it'll leave you not able to get your results because you simply won't be able to do it for long enough. Even if nothing else comes up, you'll just be unhappy doing it and you'll start to build a negative association with training and exercise. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. So it's constantly managing this amount of, you know, how much exercise should I be doing at the minute? What's my goal? What's the key elements of my goal and how do I get there while I'm balancing all of these key areas? Because if it's just training that I'm looking at, 
if a gym membership is the main thing, I can guarantee that for you guys that have got standard gym memberships at the minute, you go in and out of phases where you train well and don't train, unless you identify as someone that's a bodybuilder or a gym bunny or a fitness freak or whatever it is that you want to call, to call yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like officially on this. <laughs> but <I'm a> Jedi. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But whatever. Um, whatever you decide to sort of see yourself as, though, you know, that's going to be that's going to be massively important. If you are that, then maybe step back and say, what am I missing? <laughs> what yeah. am I not looking at? What The fact that I haven't seen a family for however long and yeah. I spend four hours a night in the gym and things like yeah, that. If that's, if that's aligned with your goals, that's absolutely fine. But make sure that and it, it pulls, is. Don't, pulls be, it. don't be getting stressed that you're not making money when you're spending oh, <laughs> however yeah. many hours yeah. in the gym. And, and it really, and it really like gets, gets me because yeah, that's exactly it, isn't it? You know, we talk about these areas, we talk about our five, key five, and we talk about like how people don't ever understand, um, you know, where it is that they're going wrong. Sometimes they just can't see where they're going wrong. You know, they keep attending the same thing, doing the same thing, and without someone actually looking at it. I'll use me as an example. Yeah, me and Josh always have coaches. And what I was talking about is when when you have got a different coach and when you've, when you've got somebody else looking at what you're doing, sometimes it's just like a light bulb moment. You've got something that you might have been in that situation for years and we've been the same with business is that just because I've always done it that way doesn't mean that that's the way that I should do it. You know how to, you can survive by Yeah, of course. There's, no. just, there's just sometimes that little tweak. That you can get some results by bit. going to a gym and training harder and dieting yeah. more and doing what you did before. They'll be there. And, and, and people it. look at it and people ask me, like, you know, when I had coaches and we paid between anywhere between 700 and a thousand pound a month for our coaches. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that sounds like a shitload of money. People's like, wow, Jamie, you know, <laughs> look at all that money that you, you're going to spend on coaches when you ain't got it, <laughs> which I get. And I, I completely understand that. And this is what my like, people around me used to say. Um, the way that I saw <laughs> so, the way that I see it is, the the value of what I got out of my coach, if someone said to me now, was it worth it? Uh, did I learn? Did I did I progress? Did I break that ceiling that I've been in for years and years? The answer would definitely one million percent be yes. Yeah. It changed my life forever. 100%. I think I think every single time I've invested in a good quality coach, um, there's never spend, been a time that spend I've, your time. Don't, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't just spend that without knowing anything about the coaches and without looking yeah. at the results. And, 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 and it's not them. like we went for like the first person that we saw. We we obviously looked at who was the best qualified, Sorry. got referrals off people, and we got it on like a tick sheet and say, how do I compare this person? Yeah, what to this what person? do I need? What do I need in my life? And and I found it. I found the the sort of main thing, the main key thing is a guy that I wanted to work with the very well one of the very first ones um all these sort of people coming to me talking in different language to me <laughs> talking about things that just didn't fit with me uh, that's one of the best things about our team is that I speak to everyone and I am not everyone's cup of tea apparently <laughs> uh, we have this conversation quite often you know I drop the odd f-bomb I'm dyslexic I can't really write um spell properly on most of my emails um but if you were coming in to the centre, I'd have oh, that conversation with you. I'd have, yeah, <laughs> I'd have that conversation with you. And, you know, we would have somebody in our team that fits the personality. It's the, it's the easiest thing in the world. I can have a conversation. I'll know within the first five minutes with you uh, what member of our team would be the best person for you to um, for you to work with. Uh, and it'll be off your, you know, your past experiences, current injuries, current needs, 
and we find that person within our team that's going to gel with you the best. And it's, we all work together. We're one big team. It's not like everyone's on commission or anything. So um, it's not a bias one way or the other. It's literally like that. Who's going to get the best results with this person because of their situation, because of his situation, qualifications, whatever. Um, and I think investing right. in the right, right person, making sure that you're – uh, appreciating the value of having the right person for you. I can remember being 20 the best, year old. The best coach for you isn't the one with the most letters behind the name or anything like yeah. that. You know, it's the one that fits your context, your situation. It's the one that you're going to click with. It's the one that you're gonna, <coughs> that's going to understand what you and, need. And that, and that, for most, uh, usually don't fall into the trap of this. Don't don't go on it online. Don't have a look for a coach that's got the best body. Uh, I would say this right now. A few years ago, I would have said different. Uh, but don't go online. And find that twenty-year-old, that twenty-year-old that was kids that, that still lives with his parents. It's not even that. It's it's <laughs> genuinely is such a genetic aspect. I see I see some people that are just idiots in the gym. They look great for a couple of years though until they until they break. People pay them <laughs> to get their advice, and you know. And this isn't a criticism. People fall into this trap all the time. Somebody you look and you assume awesome. that people. Yeah, you assume that people know what they're doing. Guys, you know, it, it's about long-term results. Yeah. It's about making sure that that person's got the stories behind them but of people that are just like you and you've got those sort of results. Yeah, people that fit into your category of who you are. You're not trying to yeah. be like your personal trainer is. You're trying yeah. to get a person that's going to be able to look at your situation and make that better. You're not yeah. trying to get the same body as them because you're not in the same position. You know, you've got to be able to walk a mile in their shoes sometimes. I think yeah. it's, uh, it's really important that you get that. So don't be setting your metric to the same as somebody isn't yeah, in the guys, same look situation. at you, you know. Look at look at where your strengths and weaknesses are. Look at your benefits. Look at what you want to achieve, of course. But you know, be mindful of where it is that you're at and what it is that's important to you. You don't fit into someone else's category for what what you should be doing and what you should be doing for exercise and stuff. And that includes me. You know, don't yeah. don't listen to this podcast and think, well, just said this, so I have to do this. Yeah. If that doesn't align with what you want to do, then don't do it. It's simple as you can ask me about. We'll have a chat, and I'll probably say, yeah, go and crack on with your own uh, with your own things, <laughs> guys. By the way, you can drop voice messages into this podcast. So if you do have any questions, drop me a voice message, and I will yeah. de- personally get back to you. Um, get some I, advice. I think, I think, yeah. In, in closing, for me, guys, you know. We talk about gym memberships. We talk about what we do. We have got a gym membership here. Uh, It is £80 a month for our average membership. Uh, It is our baseline because the value isn't necessarily in the the equipment. I think that what we say say with our membership, guys, we still do. It's basically personal training without the one-to-one sessions. It's group sessions instead. Um, So, you know, the, the accountability, everything that we've spoke about in terms of what you don't get in terms of, you don't get an individualized training plan for you. You don't get individual nutrition advice. You don't get habit coaching and things with gym memberships. We Obviously, with our gym membership, you get all that. Yeah, we don't, so we don't, we don't, we don't really compare ourselves to, to, to gyms as such because um, we just we, we can't. It's really hard to compare think, what we're doing. Yeah, um, yeah we certainly like in terms of we are not we are not the same category. I would have wouldn't have thought as a gym membership. People ring us all the time. Can I come in? Can I give you yeah. forty quid a month? Someone told me it was expensive the other day. Someone said that I was too expensive. Uh, and I think it was like too expensive. Why am I too expensive? Because I was sort of saying that the session you expect to pay for a one-to-one session round about, you know, £30 anywhere. Um, yeah. uh, but forget what actually happens in the session. 
what we're trying to do is we'll speak to our clients a couple of times a week. We'll make sure that they're coming into the center every day if they can. We're giving them, you know, support in nutrition. They've got education. They've got online courses. You're listening to this podcast. You know, the value of all that stack that we give as part of our plan is is much greater. Um, plus the fact that, you know, the experience that we have is, is, is within the team is massive as well. You know, yeah. second to There's none. About 100,000 training sessions that, that's been delivered sort of at within the team and things like that so we we know we know our stuff <laughs> Simple thought, guys. We, but we can't well one thing that we really struggle with the only thing that we struggle with me and josh together is keeping a podcast to less than 20 minutes <laughs> yeah but that's me guys if any of you sit down with me you'll ask me a really basic question and we will be here for a while um yeah guys oh I, I think that that's it, Jay. You, we're done. Yeah, you got it. Hopefully, all you guys are going to be listening to this with a glass of red on a Friday and thinking, you know what? <laughs> yeah. This is me. Yeah. And then you'll um, get up and you'll jump on our website and head over to the Contact Us page and be like, Jamie, just listen to your podcast. This is me. Message yeah. us, this is me. I'll give you a discount. If you message this is me and you've got to hear what 15%. Say, Let's do 10, 15%. 10%. To, uh, yeah, 10%. 10%. 10%. <laughs> 10% off. I tried, guys. I did what I could for you. I did what I could. 10% off that first month. Guys, awesome. That's your time. Again, any questions, listen, what I'll do is if you do have specific questions, if you've got a gym membership and you're just sort of stuck in a rut, you're not getting the results that you need. Um, obviously, what the package that we offer is tailored completely to you. So whatever it is that we feel like you need, um, is going to be the key area of focus. Any questions that you've got, if you want to know how we can help, find me a voice message. Like, like Jamie said, jump onto the website, hit contact us, send me an email, whatever. Um, and we will get back to you personally and we will help you to actually start making some really solid progress. Cheers. See you next time.